Hello and welcome to the Four Color Nerds Cut the Cord podcast, episode six. I'm Ryan and I'm joined by some other streaming media nerds, Carrie. Hi! And Hannah. Hello! Together we take on television for those who've cast off the tyranny of their local cable provider. Each week we gather here to find a great show to watch from the often overwhelming variety of shows to choose from. We review the prior week's selection, then we pick a new show and do it all over again. This is a review show, so there will be spoilers. This week's show is Abstract, The Art of Design. Our companion song is Everything in Its Right Place by Radiohead, which I chose because that seems like a perfect fit for a show about design and things being, well, everything in its right place. So let's take a listen. The show stars the people each episode is about. So I'll go through the list of the people and basically the episodes of the show. So you have Christopher Neiman for illustration, Tinker Hatfield for footwear, Ez Devlin for stage design, Bjark Ingalls for architecture, Ralph Giles for automotive design, Paula Scher for graphic design, Clayton for photography, and Elsa Crawford for interior design. And this is distributed by Netflix. Abstract is the first documentary that we review. And it has a lot of the strengths and drawbacks of most documentaries. The strength of it is that it can really delve into a subject and shed some illumination. The drawback is that it can be very talking head and boring. To me, I found the episodes to have a wide range of interest for me based on the topic and if it's something I'm interested in. Yeah. If it's something I'm interested in, I found the episode to be interesting. If it's something I don't care about, it was painful to watch it. (laughs) Yes. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) So I would say when you're going to watch abstract, pick the subjects that you think you'll be interested in and watch that because you're not going to miss anything. The episodes don't tie into each other and they don't lead into each other. So you're not going to miss something from one episode that they reference in another like you would with a normal series. I was kind of surprised by how interested I was in the footwear episode. I mean, I guess it is because I'm a little bit of an athlete, but I wasn't expecting to be as interested in Tinker Hatfield's story and just designing the Jordans and how interesting that story in and of itself was. I actually really liked the Tinker Hatfield one, and I'm more of a mathlete than an athlete. Yeah. So footwear <laughs> is not one I thought I would be interested in. But his life story is very compelling fascinating yeah i had no idea who was an athlete so that was pretty cool the one that really dragged for me was automotive design because i am not the demographic that he is aiming these cars at like (laughs) i yeah i don't enjoy driving i don't admire cars i just want my car to be fuel efficient work consistently and last me for like 10 years you don't need it to have curves and i appreciated what he was doing and i didn't know the amount of 
of detail that they put into cars, especially the luxury cars. I think I've driven a lot of cars that aren't as lovingly constructed <laughs> as, as these things that he's building. But it seems like he's trying to take that to his company for all of the cars that are on the road. So, I mean, I found it interesting that he says that he's trying to design things for nine year stretches of time after each car is released. And then you have to do that each model year for each of your models of car that you're releasing. So that's a lot of balls that are up in the air at the same time for him and for the company. And that's a lot of care and attention to detail that I didn't consider before. That was cool. I wouldn't say that I really super enjoyed that episode. <laughs> yeah, I found all of the episodes to be interesting, but some of the subject matter, I was not interested. With the exception of stage design by Ez Devlin and Planton's photography, I found myself dozing, <laughs> zoning, and in general planning my next school day for uh, my son. I couldn't get into it. The style is kind of a lot like Chef's Table, so I found myself getting lulled into La La Land it's very soothing like you can definitely have this on in the background and not necessarily be paying attention i will say that all of the episodes are visually stunning yes so while you can't have them in the background you want to keep at least one eye on the screen mm-hmm. i really enjoyed christopher neiman's work i think for all of these individuals i was watching that and then i was like oh they did that that was them like i've seen lots and lots of neiman work but never really put a name to it like he's done just so many I guess I'm one of those people that I can only watch certain kinds of documentaries Mm. and these just weren't that type for you the stage design one because I've done theater I understand stage design so it held my attention a little more because this was more on a professional you know this is what happens in more of the public eye rather than the school community's eyes or Mm -hmm that type of thing and because I could follow it and I did know some of how stuff like that works it was easier to follow for me Planton's photography I remember very little of it other than the pictures mm-hmm. and the story about the women in the Congo yeah that stuck with me I really enjoyed the the Ark Ingalls ones the big one the architecture one yeah I thought that one was really cool. I really like the architecture designs lead to the kind of life that you live in the place. I thought that was interesting. Yeah, that's a very Northern European, Scandinavian kind of philosophy, and I really enjoyed it. Each of them, they gave a biography of each of the designers, and they gave you a glimpse into their childhood in what I thought was a very visceral way. Like, of course, it's just visual and audio, but I think they took a lot of cues from from things like I mentioned before, chef's table in terms of trying to engage the other senses through the film, which was cool. Just you get a lot of feelings of texture, even kind of flavors. They'll show food and things. And I was really kind of fascinated about how the space around where somebody, these designers grew up, influenced them. And then how they see that space. It's kind of fun to try and figure out either they saw that intrinsically and that was part of their gift and their talent as their designer in their own media, or
for what they were trained to notice and they're kind of seeing that in hindsight especially Bjarke Inglis Christopher Neiman so I really got that from Ez Devlin when she was at the church and she was talking about several things there how that was for how she first noticed that light passing through objects creates almost like paint on a canvas and how you can use that and then you see her doing that in her stage design Mm -hmm. and then she also talked about in her stage design how it's a darkened room where everyone is focused on one person which is very similar to church and then you know the lights go off in a concert before it starts and that puts everybody in that almost hypnotic group mind way of thinking and I thought that that was a very interesting tie back to her childhood and how it tied into that I found her episode to be very very interesting yeah yeah I really liked that one and then I also liked how Ryan just pointed out the sun coming through the window and it's like a paint on a canvas she also pointed out the other side yes where it's black it's dark and there's nothing it went back and she tied it into how you start out and the concert everything goes dark and you're focused on the one spot when the light comes up. I appreciate how she organized her own documentary in a way by giving the five ingredients of her design. I thought that was really cool. I really appreciated the designers who had such a grasp of their own style and their own method of designing things that they were able to break that down in a way like that. You get the sense that they all work very, very hard. And sometimes the use strikes of course because they're artists but you also do get the sense that they just see a problem and work it and try to solve it and work on it and work on it. I don't remember which one it is but they say that the most important thing is to show up and to allow the moment of inspiration to happen but if you're not sitting down in your workspace that moment will never happen. That you have to grind out. Yeah I think that was Christopher Neiman. Yeah. Your craft until magical inspiration So the thing that I was thinking about when I was watching this was what separates a good documentary from an average documentary. And the episodes that I really like in here were pretty good. The ones I didn't like that I didn't find the subject matter compelling were only average. And a really great documentary can take a subject matter that you don't think you're going to be interested in and make it fascinating. And this one I felt was only fascinating when you were inherently interested in what they were talking about. And I think that's the dividing line between great and okay. I think I disagree. It engaged me. I just, I really, really don't care about cars. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like maybe I actively don't care about cars. I did get more involved in the graphic design one than I thought I would and in the interior design one. I think each of them, what drew me into each of them was how each designer described the societal issues that they're addressing. Maybe less polish air, but the rest of them are engaging in the world. Christopher Neiman's stuff is very political and the rest of them are like, okay, this is a problem in the real world this is some kind of people are getting hurt there's some sort of social economic ill the architecture firm big they were like why can't we apply great design to public housing and make it inexpensive but consider how a community needs to be built I thought that was a really cool thread that I noticed throughout especially Ilse Crawford's interior design work I'm like made me want to go to Ikea (laughs) 
<laughs> so I don't think it catapulted into like great documentary, but I think it's good. Like as an example, when I was watching this, what I kept thinking about is a great documentary that I could think of is Hoop Dreams. I don't give a shit about basketball. But when I watched that many years ago, I was fascinated and still think about it to this day. And other documentaries that I can think of that are like that, like Beasts of No Nations, Roger and Me. Mm-hmm. I mean, those are great documentaries. Zero Dreams of Sushi is a favorite of mine. Rate it. I will give it two and a half abstract Legos. It varies widely though. So some of them are like one and a half or two and some of them are fours, but overall two and a half. Oh. I give it a one out of five cube starters. I'll give it three and a half out of five Yonic light slits. Yeah, you should Google what that means. (laughs) To the Google machine. To the Google machine. I said it before and I'll say it again. Life moves pretty fast. If you don't stop and look around once in a while, you could miss it. Every week, we each bring a show to consider watching. We each vote for a show and we cannot vote for our own show. The show with the most votes is our next show to watch and review. So who wants to go first? All right, it's award season, and in that spirit, Tim can't be here, but we have two sealed envelopes with both his nomination for the show we should watch, and then we have another one with his actual vote. So let's open up the nomination that he's put in, which, no surprise, is Sneaky Pete, which he has suggested many times. Sneaky Pete, as a summary for those who haven't heard it before, is a show on Amazon with Giovanni Ribisi as a con man. My pick is Jen Kirkman, Just Keep Living. She's a female comedian, and you know if you have to put the word female in front, it is a male-dominated field. I took a stand-up comedy class, and for every, I believe, somewhere between five and ten male stand-up comedians that are successful, there is one successful female stand-up comedian. They have to work ten times harder than men to get the laugh. And I I can say from being up on stage is it through a college class that it is difficult and i think we need to be supporting our women comedians all right all right it's a strong point okay so my choice is a netflix movie i don't feel at home in this world anymore so this is a movie about woman who has traumatic event and realizes the world is made up of assholes and she wants people to stop being assholes and the way she does that is she kind of embarks on this mishap violence crime spree so if you kind of think about coen brothers movies in the way that they begin with a crime and then everything starts going wrong that's the impression i get from this movie and it looks really really funny to me so i'd like to laugh and i think this will be pretty awesome all right so i'm gonna go with more murder but less on the humor side more on the drama i'm gonna go with the big little lies streaming on hbo now it features a big cast reese witherspoon nicole kidman laura dern shailene woodley alexander sars scars sars guard whatever <laughs> he has the dot above the a and he's <laughs> a slice of viking beautiful. perfection yes he has a slice of viking perfection murder intrigue domestic violence it's got it all <laughs> all right to the envelope with tim's vote and Tim is going to vote for Big Little Lies. Carrie, what did you... Sneaky Pete? I will also vote for Big Little Lies. Okay. Well, I was going to vote for yours, Ryan. So maybe next well, time. Well, you can still vote. Well, I'll vote for it, but <laughs> I'm casting my vote for the Green Party candidate here. <laughs> Except I'm not going to make Donald Trump president, so... <laughs> so that was Abstract, The Art of Design. You can find all kinds of nerd shenanigans, including our other podcasts, Four Color Nerds, Comic Book Reviews, and Broke 
Gaming at fourcolornerds.com or our Facebook page. You can follow us on Twitter or Instagram. You can find the podcast on iTunes and Google Play Music. On Stitcher. On SoundCloud. Make sure to subscribe to the podcast and be sure to come back next week for another episode. Until then, keep streaming, nerds. <laughs>